The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. That there was uh, a Yid, that's oldest daughter, had become a Kala. It wasn't an easy situation. Most Hassanim required a decent amount of money to be put down for the Shirak to go ahead. And he didn't have anything. He was in Kailal. He had no money to his, to his name whatsoever. But he decided the only way he's going to... His daughter's already becoming older. His only way to do it is to put down some money and promise a certain amount of money he needed. He needed $30,000. $30,000 man had zero. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Enough maybe just to live off the week. $30,000 he promised. Daughter got engaged. Wonderful. Simcha, Lachaim. Everything was wonderful. Great. But how am I going to do the money? So it happened to be interesting. He was actually very close. He lived in Meisharim. He was very close to Rav Yashiv Zatzal, and his wife was close to the Rebbe. She went to Rav Yashiv. He said, "Listen, what do I do? You know, I trust in the Rebbe Nishloilam." Told Rav Yashiv, "I put down thirty thousand dollars. I said I'm going to pay it whenever the chasna comes along. I've got a few months to go. I trust in the Rebbe Nishloilam." So Rav Yashiv Zatzal told him, "That's true. And that's very nice. But you have to do ishtadlus. Some small amount of ishtadlus you have to do." So Rav Yashiv told him that as a yeshiva down the road, go to that yeshiva, go into the office. Ask them for one donor's phone number. Whoever it is, ask them for a donor's phone number. Someone that gives money to Yeshiva. Take that um, number, take the address, write a letter, tell them what you need, the exact number that you need, and send it to that donor. So he went into the office, he got a donor, and he started writing a letter, and he sent it off. I need $30,000 for my daughter's class. And that, what the Yeshiva didn't tell him, that the biggest donation that this person had ever given to the Yeshiva was $10. And here he is writing a letter for $30,000. Right? So that he wrote the letter, and that was that. Halfway across the world, where the letter was received, there was a couple that was childless for many, many years, who eventually were, Baruch Hashem, blessed with a child. Child called Leila. Leila lit up their life, every single thing, every step of her you know, growth was an unbelievable accomplishment, and they were so excited about it. One day, when she was only five years old, so she started getting nosebleeds. So they took her to the hospital because they could not get the nosebleed to stop bleeding. They just didn't know what to do. They took her to the hospital and they did a bunch of tests and they found that unfortunately that little Layla had cancer. So it was in a very advanced stage and her chance of survival were very, very slim. The parents were shattered. This was their child they waited years for and they were so excited and here she is and finally, unfortunately, she's got this terrible, terrible illness. They were desperate to do absolutely anything, anything that would be able to save her life they would do without sparing anything at all. So they looked into the options, and finally one doctor agreed extremely very expensive treatment, and they no guarantees in anything, but to try anything, they said, fine, no problem, we'll do it. They traveled all the way to Eritasrael, where the surgery was to take place, and they went to the Kaisal, where he collapsed in tears, and eventually he said, that he said to the Rabunsha, I'll make you a deal. If this child survives, I'm going to pay and sponsor an entire wedding of an accompanying expensive for the poor bride in Eritrea. They went back to America and the treatment started to begin. The side effects continued once a week. She went into the hospital twice a week. The side effects were terrible. She was terrible, terribly weak. And they said, listen, we're going to do a certain test that we're going to tell you the results a couple of weeks later and that will be the final, final test that we do to decide if she's going to live or unfortunately not. So they did the test, they were waiting in the mail, you can imagine every day he's going to the mail to see if he gets the letter, and all of a sudden the day comes, he gets the letter, but there's another envelope there. And that envelope, the first one said that Baruch Hashem, the treatment was good, the tests are positive, and therefore, Mitzvah Hashem, she's going to be healthy. He opened up the other letter. The other letter was from a poor family in Eretz Yisrael that said, we need to make a chasna, we need $30,000. He wrote a check on the spot for $30,000. All happened and orchestrated at the right time, because they were Bonishonim runs the world.